Well, we're here still at the Bedford Camera. What do you mean still? You're not having fun? Expo. Yeah, oh, yeah. That sounds good. I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> we're here with James Pratt. He just came out of his class. Uh, what did you? What was the name of your class? It was, uh, it was uh, shoot, shoot for, to publish. Shoot to publish. Yeah. yeah how, how to get your photos published by magazines and stuff like that. Cool. So, so Robert, do you have any any questions? Okay. Yeah, I do have one question because I have known James for a long time, and I always call him James. I have the biggest respect for you. But I hear a lot of people call you Jim, and you seem to answer to them. Really? I uh, that. Yeah, I don't, I don't like being called Jim. Okay, good. I'm just making sure because his arms are bigger than mine. <laughs> you do like my name, though, right? Huh? You like my name, though. No. Oh, yeah. yeah I like it for you. I don't like it for me. <laughs> Jim. Very puny. No, James. Oh, yeah, right. I will give you a little secret. I usually don't go. My mom calls me Jamie. Has done really? My wife and my siblings. <laughs> And I hated that name, and so I changed it as soon as I was old enough. And so yeah. that's awesome. They, they still are allowed to call me that, but nobody else. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I will share. My family does the same thing, okay? So my family calls me Bobby Jr. Oh, yeah. Because I'm yeah. a junior. Or they'll call me Little Bobby. Oh, yeah. So my uh, Terry, you know, my, my wife, and I have stepkids, which I treat as my own. Well, they've always called me RT for Robert Trawick. That yeah. was the way they, you know, related oh, yeah. to me. Yeah. And then after our second visit to the house, they started calling me Bobby. Draws me absolutely <laughs> insane. But I've had to come to accept it. Yeah, so. yeah, there you go. Yeah, I'm still Jimmy to some people. Jimmy. On who it just, is. just don't call us late for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Okay, so your class, what, what did you... What do you feel like you got? Uh, okay, help me start over. Let's try this again. Yes. How did you feel like your class went? I think it, went, it seemed to be pretty good. I had a lot of people there. That was nice, and I had a lot of questions. Cool. And uh, I ran the entire time that they gave me, so yeah. hour and a half. And yeah, it's a good sign whenever you get questions because that means people are in, into it. Yeah. They, they're really engaged. Yeah, not many, hardly anybody left, so that was good. You know, if, you know, you know, it's bad when they disappear. I was a little nervous because I was the very first speaker. You know, it's usually like the comedian, the first comedian that warms the audience up before the really good ones yeah. come. So I thought, well, I'm the, I'm the beginning guy. Yeah, I came in and it looked very dark. Was it dark the whole time? Yeah. Like that? You just because you wanted yeah. to see your slides, right? Because see the slides, yeah. right, right. Uh, so what, can you tell us a little bit about what you talked about? Yeah, what I was... Uh, the presentation was about how to get published. I've been... I've shot a lot recently or in the last few years for magazines. And I, I have been on... I've shot over 50 covers... I've worked for BMW and ESPN and... Uh, and the Indian. Huh? Can you say Indian? Yeah, Indian. Yeah, <laughs> Indian. <laughs> yeah and uh, I've worked for uh, a lot of motorcycle magazines. I do a lot for Oklahoma Today and Oklahoma Living. And so uh, I wanted to share with people, you know, I started the same way everybody else did. I started here in Oklahoma City. I didn't know squat about... Uh, photography. I learned through camera clubs and going to meetings and talking to other photographers and uh, over the years, I've just learned how to do it, and I kind of finally figured out. I actually published my own magazine. Yes, I remember for, that. Yeah, for several years, I kind of learned what to do and what not to do because people send me crap. I learned not to send crap. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a good example is uh, we had a motorcycle magazine, and uh, people would send me um, these. Every photo I would get, they send me a story. They'd be on this awesome ride, and every photo was a motorcycle sitting on a road on its kickstand with this scenic background every damn photo and then, you know that's great for one photo maybe two photos but how about some camping photos or some people you meet photos or right right you know how some way to tell the story and so that's what i was kind of doing today is showing people how to shoot 
for publication, how to get published. And now, uh, along those same lines, we had an interview before that people can go back and look. And we've actually talked about this before because you were at a very private camera gathering in Edmond two years ago, three years ago. And I think one thing that I was very impressed was to get published was the presentation. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Can you talk about that? Did you talk about that I in the remember. class? I don't remember. Who it was that. It was at a uh, somebody's house. It was at yeah. somebody's house, and you actually had like a folder that had oh, the well, images, had, right, had the right. disc yeah. in there, mm-hmm. had the story, and I just looked at it and thought, yeah. if I was an editor and I saw that right. versus a Manila envelope full of crap, yeah. <laughs> or, or an email. email with a whole bunch of attachments, right. this is what I'm going to go with. Yeah, you want to make it easy for your editors. I mean, I don't have to do that so much anymore because I'm, uh, you know, no. I'm known, <laughs> right? And uh, people. Call me and ask me to you know for they give me assignments but when I first started I did that a lot I would put together the reason I did this because somebody did it to me a really very good editor a very good writer he put together a package that had the story in print had the story on digital on a CD back then he had the pictures on print he had the he had the places you know bullet points he pulled out and he had everything on a CD and he had it in print and all nice and organized. And so I could take this package and look at it immediately and go, wow, this is a good story, very well organized, lots of notes, you know, his sources, all that kind of stuff. And you're going, man, this makes my job easy because I don't have to do all that work. That's awesome. And so that's what I learned to do is I would make it really easy for my editors to just take my story and they'd have my story and five others. And they go, well, shit, I don't have to do any work with this. <laughs> so I got, I got, one time I got told by a... Uh, by an editor at uh, the Oklahoman. He was an old guy, you know, cigar chomping, <laughs> typical newspaper editor. He goes, he goes, we're lazy son of a bitches. So if you want to make our job easy, so you may get published. So the more you, easier you make our job, the more likely you get published because we're lazy. <laughs> I like that. And now they move to a bigger headquarters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so on the class, uh, I'm sure you had some tips. To yep, kind of yep. get them sped up. Yep, there's Can you give us share one or two of those. Yeah, ones? we'll kind of compress. You know, it's an hour and a half presentation I did, so we'll compress it real quick. Yeah, compress it oh, down yeah. to like fifteen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the uh, you know one of the number one deals tips is to read the freaking magazine. You know, you can't if you don't understand that magazine, you're not going to get in it. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good point. Yeah, you know, I'm sitting here. You started saying that. I thought. God, yeah, I guess I could submit some magazines I've never read before yeah. and not even be in the submission category area. Right, you need to understand what they have, what their voice is. You know, they, every magazine has their own voice, has their own audience. Uh, I mean, for example, I do a lot with the work with Oklahoma Today magazine, the state magazine put out by the state of Oklahoma. And, uh, really? They put that, that's the state? Yeah, it's put out by the Department of Tourism. Yeah. God, I never knew that. That's yeah. a great magazine. Yeah, it is. I read really it all nice. the time. It's yeah, very yeah. well done. Very nice. I like the covers. Yeah. Very difficult to get into. It took me. Actually, they so they were had me in the, their eyes for two years before they ever contacted wow. me to. Huh. All right, yeah. so there's no so. chance for us, Jim. I wish I could buy an ad. <laughs> they're they're really nice folks to work with, but yeah, they're they're pretty picky. Wow, but, that is awesome. But the, uh, you know. Where were where, where we at again? I lost my train of thought. That's okay. We're on number one. Okay, yeah, number one. Right. <laughs> and read the magazine. The, For example, the, o- o- Oklahoma Today, they're not going to do anything political or anything controversial. They don't publish that type of stuff. They're all they're a state magazine. They're tourism, so they're encouraging tourism in the state. They're not going to do any right. right. And they're not going to do any negative articles. Yeah, you know, well, they said. I mean, they told me yesterday. They said we don't do political stories because we're funded by the partially funded by the state they'll cut off our funding <laughs> well, that's a that's a good point though but that but a lot of the, i would not have thought about that yeah i don't think i would have looked on the masthead to see 
who's actually publishing this. Right. Yeah. Right. You need to know all that kind of stuff. So a lot of a lot of magazines are published. You know, one company will publish. You know, ten different magazines like Bonnier or mm-hmm. something like that. I've run so. that doing press releases where. I'll go in and start looking at the fax numbers. It's like all the fax numbers are the yeah, same. same yeah. It's like, oh, okay, it's a publishing company yeah. with several different magazines. Yeah, I tell you, I, I do a lot of work for uh, trade publications too. Those mm-hmm. actually pay better a lot of times, and uh, like the United Grain Growers Association. Yeah, for, really, they have their own trade. They magazine? have their own <laughs> trade magazine that goes nationwide, and they pay way better than anybody else. Wow! I did one for. I did a lot of work for the National. Association of Home Builders magazine, the Builder magazine. Yes, yes, I've seen that before. They paid very well. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I would not have ever thought about no, trade magazines people, doing better. They pay better because they got a captive audience. They got captive uh, advertisers. Uh, yeah, they pay way better than an editorial. That's that's, that's so, pretty so, awesome. So I have a question. So you, I know you write. Yes, you write stuff, correct. but. I mean, as a photographer, I'm I'm not a very good writer at well, all. So yeah. yeah, well, that's one of my things I talked about during this presentation. Uh, number one is read the magazine. Number two is tell a story. You got to figure out how to tell a story. And you know, most people, most photographers are not writers. Uh, I mm-hmm. I wasn't. I, I've become a writer, but I started photography before I did my writing. And and uh, so what I did, the way I got started, is I worked with writers. I found me some writers that I could team with. Mm. And I found several, you know, one writer really in particular I met, and I was reading his stuff going, man, this guy's really good. And he likes to ride motorcycles. Mm. And he and I started working together and pitched stories together. So you would obviously do the pictures, and he would write the story. Right, he'd write the story. That's very cool. Another thing, whenever I'm doing motorcycle travel photography, I can't photograph myself. Right, true. Writing. So like he he and I would go oh, on rides together. That's great. Yeah, and I'll photograph him doing the ride, and then he writes the story. Okay. Of course, he gets all the glory because he's doing all the photos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, you get all the money. That's, yeah. what, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that, there's some glory in that. Yeah. So uh, yeah, f- team up with a good rider. You know, f- go find him. Go to the another another thing I learned to do is you know I mean I like going I like meeting photographers, talking to photographers, but I figured out a long time ago I've never yet had a photographer a photographer buy any of my photos. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so so I figured out, huh, maybe I need to go where my customers are. So I go to design meetings, I go to I attend events by AIG and by uh, publishers, or hmm. go to writers' meetings. Basically, like you're that. networking. With networking the people with, that can yeah, get hired. Right. I, I exactly. actually, I actually haven't joined yet, but I've started going to a few of the uh, Chamber of Commerce uh, yeah. events. Yeah. You know, and I've, it's really been great. Yeah, um, yeah. Know. Find people. Yeah, still hanging out with photographers. I Man, I love my. I like going to photo meetings and hanging out with my buddies. Right. They're all my friends, but they they don't buy my work. Exactly. So. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You know, we just got schooled again there. <laughs> we got. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're going to have to, like, you know, oh, no, I'm sorry. We can't go to Arkansas for your photo con. Yeah. <laughs> we have to go to the Chamber of Commerce banquet tonight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great point, and you're, and you're correct. You know, we spend a lot of time because we love socializing with other photographers. Yeah, yeah I love it. They don't buy your prints. Right, they don't buy your stuff. <laughs> no, one, no one comes up to my website yeah, and says, not, hey, can you hire me to shoot my family? Then somebody <laughs> calls them to want to buy photos from them and go, well, no, instead of buying from me, you need really need to buy from Robert. Yeah, yeah. He's, oh, call James. Yeah. See, that's image. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's awesome. That's that's pretty good. Yeah. So, you know, that's, so that's one of my things is, you know, uh, work with a writer. Um, the other thing is, uh, the biggie, I think, is tell a story. It's so important to tell a story. Whenever uh, my, a, a, a turning point in my career, a major turning point in my career is I went to New York City and met with photo editors. Mm-hmm. And I met with uh, National Geographic, 
um, it was a paid deal. I paid to go to it, and they they would sit down and review your portfolio. And I met with National Geographic, Sports Illustrated, New York Times, a bunch of real big editors. And uh, you get 20 minutes with them. You show them your portfolio. And let me tell you, those people, they see thousands of awesome images better than yours all day long. So they cut you no slack. <laughs> they tell you how it is. And they're nice. They're, they're polite and everything, but they don't cut you any slack. And so then if you have a soft, a thin skin, it ain't no fun. But if you take what they tell you and take it back, you know, kind of work on it. It, it, that helps a lot because all your friends and everybody they all go oh your photos are awesome you know yeah they, yeah. The, yeah they all they're not they're, they're not good feedback your editors and people like that is who you want feedback from <laughs> but so when I went up there and met with them I had a portfolio of uh, like I had like uh, uh, beauty images and I had motorcycle and I had landscapes and I had flowers and I had all the different stuff you know, just stunning shots I, I thought they were stunning they were stunning they were stunning they were really nice to work but they looked at my portfolio and they go, that, that, that's cool, but tell me about this photo. They had, we had a story that I had done, I'd ridden from uh, from uh, Canada to New Mexico on dirt bikes along the Continental Divide ride. Mm-hmm. We rode dirt bikes all the way from Canada huh. to New Mexico, wow. spent a week camping out and everything. They, they saw that photo and that, that was unusual. It's not, it, was, it wasn't my most stunning photo, but it was something that was unusual, different than everything else. Mm-hmm. They said, tell me about that, that photo, get any more like that? So. I had a second day with them. I went back the second day, and I put that in my portfolio. I had my iPad. I laid that that story out. Mm-hmm. And and in that story, I had, you know, luckily I had them with me, and I put a bunch of these epic shots of us riding with the mountains in the background, the snow, and the crossing streams, and what I call hero shots. Uh-huh. I had a lot of hero shots. And so I'd have like 10 or 15, they're just incredible scenery I mean you're, you know, you're a week in the Rocky Mountains right right you're going to tell them really, yeah you're going to have some good stuff even you know even <laughs> yeah. if it's not very good yeah and so I had those and then uh, I showed those to him and he goes well I actually several of them they said that's good but uh, how about that? you know I don't need 10 hero shots he goes you got any of campfires you got any of people crossing streams you got any of flat tires uh, what you guys eat who are the people you meet along the way you know, what are the details of the story that help mm. tell that story? He goes, like, give me two or three hero shots that I can use for my double pages, my openers stuff. But I need details. I need a lot of details to help tell that story. Hmm. So wow. I took that and changed my web. When I got back home, mm-hmm. I changed my website. I changed. I jerked a bunch of stuff off there. I really focused my website on stories. And that's mostly what I do now is tell stories. And so that's what I sell myself. Of. My work just skyrocketed. That's when I got really busy. I've been busy ever since. I tell stories with my photos. Okay, wow, so, that's so, to, so to, to go through that again, uh, the story being, you, you get the like some main uh, what it's about, and then you have some details of right. along along the not, way. Not every photo has to be the most awesome photo around. Sure, the, sure. you know, I, during my presentation up here, we did a story where we rode motorcycles all the way around Oklahoma dirt bikes. It's going for a national magazine, mm-hmm. and I showed a selection of photos. So I got the key photos of our bikes riding in these crazy, out-of-the-way places in Oklahoma. But then also during a presentation, I showed you know here's the people we met. Here's Pete the, with the tooth missing, you know. Mm-hmm. And here's Billy Bob sitting on the side of the road, and here's a snake we ran across, and here's our broken bike laying on the side of the road trying to fix it. And here's the here's the, us changing our tires when they wore out, and. Mm. Here's the uh, campground, we, this campsite we had, and here's the dog that come up when we're sitting at the campsite. <laughs> so all those things help tell that story of us traveling. Yeah. You know, we spent. I took a picture of the thermometer on the bike. 
Because oh. it was 100, 102 degrees. Oh. Yeah. And so, you know, that helps tell the story of what yeah, they did. Yeah, tell it visually of right. what's inside the actual meat of right. the words. Yeah, because right. think about it. Let's let's say you have an article, and it's got the, the the great photo of the two guys on a motorcycle, and you see the, yeah. the mountains, and, and that's the that's your only photo. Right. And then you have the story that is writing, but there's no visuals to right. go with those right. words. Yeah, I totally get that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's what really helped but you have Lost to be. You have to plan for that. Yeah, that's what you, have he's think about it. you have to think about you have it. You to think about that yeah. and plan those shots out. Right. You got to think about it. And shoot those. So that's, that's that, those are my big tips. I got a lot of other tips, but yeah. you know how to format you for verticals and horizontals, and think about double page spreads, and you know don't put your. You know, one thing that was when we're in uh, photography, you always are taught to crop tight, crop tight. You know, mm-hmm. cut out the crap you don't need. Well. For editors, don't like that. They don't. Want, they want to crop themselves. So I had to learn to shoot a lot looser, mm. and and uh, looser in my camera so that they can crop to fit the layout they have. Uh-huh. Right, because a lot so, of those are going by columns and by right. pickers versus right. actually by ratios that we right. go by. Right. So yeah. they don't. They want a little bit looser. So if they do a right. two column shot versus a single right. column shot, they mm-hmm. want to be able to have that crop mark exactly. in there. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, that's something that most people wouldn't think about. Right. So you know, that. we've always been taught as photographers to shoot tight, crop the crap out. You know, the others don't mean anything in the photo. But I had to learn to shoot loose. Now that's another thing is, uh, I, you know, I, I people. I had a, some slides and I asked a lot of questions over here. I said, uh, these are questions that no. Um, editor has ever asked me i've never yet been asked what kind of camera i use <laughs> yeah. i've never yet been asked how many megapixels are right. on that photo mm-hmm. i've never been asked what kind of lens you use i yeah. never get asked any of that stuff nobody gives a they don't care if it's film or digital they could care less yeah what they want to know is when can i deliver the photo <laughs> <laughs> can, can, is it tonight or is it going to be in the morning you know, yeah, <laughs> they want to know. Uh, they they want my ideas a lot. That's the vision part. They right. want to know. We got this story. We're thinking about this. We thought about doing a photo like this. This where my vision comes in. I'll say, well, how about we do this, or how about we change this, or do this little bit of lighting. That's what they hire you for is your vision of you know mm. taking it beyond what they can think of the creative part. Right, of that, the creative right. part. They asked me that. They asked me, um, you know, uh, what pricing. You know, it comes up all the time. Yeah. Um, I had a whole list of things, all the way to the end and all the way around. You're welcome. So, so I, yeah, <laughs> they had a whole list of things to ask me, but they never asked me about my camera, the megapixels, or any of that stuff. Nobody cares. And that's yeah. what most of the photographers, especially males, are hung up on. Yeah, yeah. They walk around with, oh, I have 24 megapixels. Yeah. If it's out of focus, it's still 24 megapixels. Yeah. Out of focus, nonsense. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so now, I have I have a, a, a line of questions here. Okay, a so line of questions is where where can do you have anything online that talks about this at all? No, I don't. Okay. Uh, I could. So, uh, I've got the slides we could throw up. Okay. Yeah. Well, I have a suggestion. You probably thought about this, but oh no, suggestion. Stand by. At least an ebook. Or yeah. I, since you're oh my a writer, god, that would be awesome. Yeah, since you're a writer, yeah, could be I think you could write a book. Yeah. Yeah, would you buy it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. You Let's not do, make it three hundred dollars though. Okay. <laughs> exactly. I'll get the Robert discount of two ninety five. There. <laughs> you could write a book, but you could also create an ebook of it. Yeah. yeah. Ebook being PDF or yeah. whatever. Right. Yeah. Right. But yeah, uh, that's a. I think that that you definitely could do that. Cool. Because you, you write well. Yeah. Uh, and, and you take great photos. So uh, it would be, I think it would be one of those books where it's not only got great pictures in it that you can look at and enjoy, but it can also, for a photographer. I think it would be some great information that that your average photographer doesn't think about. You know, I love doing weddings, and I shoot weddings. 
But, you know, this last year or half or so, I've done a lot more commercial gigs. The pay is better for the amount of aggravation. Oh, yeah. Okay. The weddings pay good, but there's a lot of headaches. There's a lot of headaches that go along with it. That's the reason I don't do them is not because they don't pay good or because I don't like weddings. It's just they're just a lot of damn work. That's right. And they're a lot of stress, high stress. Oh, yeah. But there's a lot of photographers (laughs) that do natural light portraits. You know, we have a lot of photographers that want to make this an income. Yeah. And, you know, what you're talking about, I don't think there is that many people that do what you do well the way you do it. So yeah. I think a class or an ebook or some uh, you know work workshop with James would be freaking yeah. incredible. Oh, yeah. I love doing workshops. That's easy. Oh gosh, that would be Well, great, if you do great, any yeah. workshops, please hit us up so we can okay. go on the podcast. Okay, cool. I think yeah. that would be awesome. And if you write a book, I mean, obviously we'll yeah. We'll definitely yeah. promote it. Yes, yeah, don't make it copywritten so we can like buy it then split it between the two. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be tracking it as it goes from iPad to iPad. So, so where, what is your website? James-Pratt.com. Some okay. wanker already got the James Pratt. <laughs> yeah, we'll put that in the show notes. Yeah, yeah, we got to put that in the show notes. James, so they know which one we're talking about. Yeah, James-Pratt.com. Okay. And any, I just any re place? just did a major update on it. It's oh, very story related now. A lot of information of this has got a lot more detail the used to, have to be mostly photo oriented mm-hmm. but i'm writing a lot more i've been a lot more writing than i used to and so uh now i got more of my writing up there i, like I think that'd be awesome i can't wait to see that okay okay well, so let's wrap this up bazinga question jim uh i was gonna ask him what what was that let me look it, it's it's here I, I had it up here and, and it was yes yeah, the new thing uh, we started with our speaker for oh, yeah. imaging so it's just a completely non-photographic, oh, cool. crazy okay. thing. What, what's well, it could be photo related, but it could be, what, it could what's be. the best decision you've ever made? Ooh. Oh, that had to be married my wife. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> you you, you got a little let listen to this now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that's well, great. I, I uh, yeah, I met her. I met her on my saw. Uh, Junior year of high school, and I fell just head over heels after I met her for an hour, but it took me like four years to talk her into it. That's, <laughs> that is so romantic. So I had to chase her for a long time. Wow. That's okay, so, we've been married 35 years now. So that was a good Bazinga question, but he was prepared for that. So let me give him I the good... I so. Let me give him the good Bazinga question. Okay, go Okay, ahead. so what would you tell the 18-year-old James Pratt if you were in the same room together? Oh, that's a tough one. That's good. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> Back to the future, baby. Uh, well, we, I wish if I was eighteen, I knew what I know now. Because I, you know, in my mind, I still feel like I'm eighteen. <laughs> my, my body every morning, I wake up going, "Hey, buddy, you're not eighteen. No yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I've been. I told my eighteen-year-old to do. Slow down. Take care of yourself. I, I, well, actually, what I would do is say, uh, "Stay out of debt." All right, that's one of the secrets right now. Is I'm, you know, try to stay completely out of debt. I'm. You know, debt's such a bad thing, and so yeah. if you can stay out of debt, it makes your work life so much easier. For me now, it's a lot less stressful because I have no debt. So. That's cool. That wow. is awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. So the 18-year-old self, don't get in debt. Don't get in debt. The and then the guy's like going, oh, who's that old man? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, All right. I think that's going to wrap it up pretty good for us. We're still here at the Bedford Photocon. It is Friday, March 20th. Uh, I believe Jesse Miller is already wrapped up. We have Courtney Daly coming up and Peter Reed Miller. And this was James Pratt. Yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah, it was thanks a pleasure. A lot, and then we're going to have to have another one soon because I think we've actually 
emailed once or twice by another I'll podcast. Yeah, and I, I, I listen to your podcast, actually. No, you don't. I do, Seriously? Too. Oh, I my do. God. He's so disappointed right, right now. Oh, my I got, God. I got right on my phone. <laughs> and he's like, there's no story in that one. That was yeah. a, that was a <laughs> Seinfeld episode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, we All really right. appreciate it. All, All right. right. Thanks a lot. You're listening to the PhotoFacts Podcast at PhotoFactsPodcast.com with Robert Trawick and Jim Felder.